Hello, everybody. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity Podcast. My name is Miguel Torres, and I am your host. And our special guest is a part two with the founder of People Advocating Cannabis Education Platform Network and Radio Show, Al Grant of Ontario, Canada. Now, we're doing this part two because uh, when we did part one, we, we were thinking of uh, religion, spirituality, or belief systems, however you want to however you want to bucket those. We were, we actually had those when we were thinking of those, we were thinking of those when we were talking about those, excuse me. We were thinking about them in different buckets. So after we stopped the record button, Al and I started talking. Al said, well, I thought he starts talking about spirituality. And, and he's like, I thought we were talking about, going to talk about spirituality. And uh, <laughs> we, we did. <laughs> and hence why I said we were thinking about them in, in, uh, in different buckets. So we decided right then that we would come back in and talk about it in a part two episode. So here we are. <clears throat> it's a little, there's a lot of pollen down here right now. It's been a dry spring and summer in Florida and the pollen is just, you know, it's thick. So I'm a little uh, phlegmy, but we're going to roll it anyway. Al's outside. I see the beautiful background of the trees and the blue sky behind him. It's nice. How are you doing today, oh. Al? I'm doing good, Miguel. Thanks for having me back uh, under the broadcast. Yes, uh, we had quite the conversation afterwards. It uh, was... <laughs> that uh, you know, I, I it went on probably just as long as the the recording did. Um, but uh, yeah, it got interesting. And yes, I'm outside today, so everybody's going to hear the birds, and you're going to hear the frogs, and maybe the odd uh, car drive by. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So when this we were background music. Let's just say. <laughs> so when we were having that, when we were having that post-recording conversation, we were talking about that a little bit today before we hit record now. And uh, <clears throat> spirituality and what it means. And it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I think a lot of people are, when they hear the word religion, they think of, a list of rules to do's and to don'ts and then they think about if you step on that side of the to do or don't step on the wrong side of that to do or don't punishment immediate and i really think that that's a nasty santa claus stigma on jesus because that is exactly what they say about santa that's exactly what we say about santa claus right you do good you get the you get the things you want if you don't Correct. do good all year long, well, then thump, coal. You get nothing. But coal was valuable at the time. So it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> not to a kid. You know what I mean? To a kid is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when we talk about spirituality, go ahead and go ahead and uh, pick up where we were talking about. Yeah, when uh, we got off, uh, yeah. got off and stopped recording and all that and i said to you well i thought we we're going to talk about spirituality and you said well we did <laughs> that's where i went okay well you know i looked at religion as being one thing and, and i looked at like some people talk about the spirituality of the cannabis plant and they instead of uh you know um looking at at a, at a god or a superpower they look at the plant as something that is healing which obviously it has done uh, for many people. Sure. So I sort of looked at, at it as as that, as something along the line of uh, something that could be 
an object that has um, proven to somebody or has been to people something that of a benefit that has been of good. I can I can understand that. But uh, now, how did you come to that understanding of it? Because to get to that place mm -hmm. where, of, of to give that to that definition of spirituality, what did you come across along the way that you said? Maybe, uh, maybe yes, maybe no. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if there was any particular moment. Uh, obviously, uh, the healing powers of the plant, I felt that uh, right away when I um, got diagnosed with my Crohn's back. And okay, gotcha. All right. 2003, right? Uh, so I obviously didn't have a, a problem with the saying that the, the plant had uh, healing powers, but uh, and which it, which it does. Um, I guess when it comes to re religion end of things, I always looked at it as, like you said, it's something that's based on like the Ten Commandments, the do's and the don'ts, and, um, you know, heavens and where we're going to go afterwards. Things like that along that line. More so of, maybe, t maybe today's religion is more of an organized religion, whereas um, if you're looking at the spirituality of the plant, it's not something that's organized. It's just something that someone believes in because of what they've experienced. You know, this is what's here, here's one thing that I find interesting about the word church is that church is not a building. It's not an inanimate object. It's a human being and it's people together. And <clears throat> um, the togetherness of that and mm -hmm. and the uh, the religion that belief in Jesus has turned into all these different denominations. The focus has really become on on the building, like the the building yeah. itself, right? The building, the building itself. itself. And that it's erroneous. It's erroneous. I mean, you, if and that's what's kind of funny about about um, how a lot of people think about it. And I even thought about it that way too until it was kind of like, hey this building is a building and when you look at the scripture god didn't even want to build the temple in jerusalem he's like i made all this stuff where are you, what are you going to build for me that mm -hmm. like like what in another in other words it was creator looking at creation creation says i want to do this for you and he's like i appreciate the heart of it but what are you really going to do for me right and mm -hmm. the concept of that <clears throat> has flowed into the new covenant and uh it's now i think a lot of people think that church is a building and it's a place it's not you yeah i would say i like it's myself not. or your neighbor yeah, or your it's neighbor people it's a place where people gather and um you know people gather in all kinds of different buildings like you said and <laughs> You know, I might be getting a little. Oh, let me touch up this. Hold on one second. Here we go, man. All right. So, uh, I might I had to mess with some audio there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. All right. That yeah. was mid sentence. No, there we go. There we go. I had to just want to turn yours up a little bit. And uh, so, I say that because when it comes to the concept of creation, I say all this because the devil's lettuce. Yeah. You, you, if you go to a club, 
and that club is saying, hey, this part of creation, we believe God made this earth and everything on it. And that club says, except for that plant and those people that use it, that's all bad. That's evil. Yeah. And then it's it's basically, you know, the, the term demonized is is it sounds harsh, but that is what happened. That that's what happened to the plant, and that's what happened to people. Mm-hmm. And that's where I have a, a disagreement with how too many denominations use it as a form of control. Use it as a form of control and use it as a form of division. And when it comes to the spirituality of the plant, I definitely believe, I want to ask you more about that because you brought it back to the crones and I was like, okay, now I, I see what you're saying. And that was good to remind the listeners of that because if you go back and listen to part one with Al, he talks about how a five minute walk around his block after he was diagnosed with Crohn's and, and it set in, took him an hour and a half to two hours. When you use something like a plant that is part of creation, <clears throat> excuse me, and you have results that improve your health and your life. And I'm not just talking about quality, like improvement, like that's a, that's a painful thing to, to, to imagine somebody trying to walk around a block and it taken two hours. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what? You can imagine people are driving by maybe multiple times during the course of that. And they're saying, wow, yeah. that guy's still walking, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, my father had passed away from cancer and um, being that people could see that I was very, really, really sick. So nobody ever wanted to mention the C word to me. Um, so I was glad the C word was Crohn's, not the cancer end of things. And uh, yeah, it, it was a, uh, you know, it's, it's a long journey in order to get to, to a point where life seemed uh, normal again. And it was the cannabis plan that did a lot of that for me. As I mentioned in the other part, you know, um, I didn't have to rely on opiate drugs to deal with my pain. I used cannabis. And we talked about it a bit in the first recording we did, but I want to ask you again for this, for the listeners sure. on this one. While you're in, when you got that diagnosis and you feel your health and your, your life is, is crashing down on the health side, mm-hmm. did you question anything as a higher power? Did you, did you think that a higher power existed or what, what were you believing about a higher power? I didn't, uh, I didn't really think of a higher power wise of things. Um, you know, obviously, I would think to myself that, you know, geez, I wish I would get better and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, I wasn't where I was. I would say I was, you know, praying that I would get better. Um, but I do know that there was a time uh, through that uh, where everything in my head went quiet. Hmm. Like it was just, yeah, it was really... It was really strange and odd because you know, part of Crohn's disease, they say, can can be re, uh, can be stress related, and because um, they they don't know one hundred percent what what uh, the Crohn's is connected to, but um, at that point, it was as if everything was lifted off my shoulders, everything was gone. How that happened, I don't know, but it just all of a sudden, my head was clear, and. 
stress was gone. And it was, I'll tell you, it was great. <laughs> it's a good and, feeling, isn't it? It's a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good feeling. And, you know, uh, times of, I've added some stress back in there, but uh, yeah, it was really weird. And I don't know what, what it was or where it came from. Just all of a sudden, everything seemed to be gone. You know, Al, as you're saying that, when I asked you if you were praying to a higher power, I got the impression that you're not afraid of death. No, I believe that we, there is an end for all of us. Um, we're all going to die at some point. Uh, leave, you know, however we uh, leave this planet, whether we've died in a, an accident or natural causes. I would say probably my my biggest fear when it came to death was dying violent, would be dying violently. I'd much rather uh, go peacefully in my sleep. I agree. I agree. But uh, that kind of, yeah. that popped out to me. I was just kind of like, huh, you know what? The way I was talking about this, I don't think he's really afraid of death. And that's something that uh, <clears throat> a lot of people are afraid of. Yeah. A lot well, of people are afraid of death. I had, I, you know, with the with the Crohn's, I got really sick with with that, and um, as far as having a diagnosis of a terminal illness, you know, I had I had cancer, um, and they cut it out of me. Uh, since then, seven years, uh, I haven't had or eight years. Uh, they haven't found any more on me since then. But uh, if they had of um, give me a diagnosis of death. Who knows what would happen um, mentally uh, for me as far as would I go into a depression? Um, would I be seeking uh, help somewhere mentally? Um, I really don't know. But we'll find out when that time comes. And hopefully uh, it doesn't. <laughs> I think sometimes we forget our time's limited. And I think yeah. sometimes we forget that... that um, We have options with mm -hmm. our with our time, and uh, it's really cool to meet someone like you, Al, who well, has been through these different experiences. Yeah, and, my and you're open about it. You're open about it. Yeah, you're open to talk about it. My uh, my father, um, he passed away from cancer. I was in my thirties at the time, and um, he was he was my age. Yeah. I'm probably just outlived him just by a little bit. Well, how old, for listeners, how old are, are roughly, if you don't want to say the exact I'm 60, age? I'm 61. I'll be 62. Right. I'll be 62 next month. Right on. And uh, yeah, my father, like I said, he passed away from cancer. So um, to me, I was, like I mentioned, I was in the 30s. I felt like he was, you know, sort of stolen from, from us. And mm -hmm. now that I'm, I'm at his age, I think, geez, there's so much in life that he you know missed out over these last 30 years but to me now i'm not i'm i'm thinking well as far as age wise i i'd really hate to to die at this age being that i know um that you know there's many more years that uh, i hopefully will live like hopefully my mom's uh, roots come into 
play here where she lived uh, almost 90. That's yeah. cool, man. Well, I think we're all going to we're all going to we're all going to die eventually. No one lives forever is what the saying is, you know, um, and if a person believes in reincarnation, um, you know, I look at as far as I know, uh, you're not going to be coming back as yourself because otherwise you would. People coming back would find themselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's, that's my I'm buried over there. My ashes are over there, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I remember we talked about this a little bit in the first recording. But so you do, you do, uh, you do think that reincarnation is a possibility, or do you believe in reincarnation? Like you, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back as something. Yeah, uh, I look at it as, um, as I mentioned there before, you know, as a, another purpose. That's right. I remember that purpose. Another purpose, like a tree. Tree and you falls know, forest. Do you remember do you remember this too though? Because we were saying, uh, yeah, I want to come back and, and help people. And yeah. And I, was, I, I, I and said, I said, Al, you're doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's you're... you know, that's what I said. If if we come back in any reincarnated form, that's what I would want um not only myself, but any, everybody and anybody to come back uh and be of um somebody that's helping or something that is helping uh, mankind in some way. So I'm going to shift gears. New question. You ready? I, yeah, okay. you got, I already asked it to you right before we say record, because this is one we, uh, I just asked for you. Um, did your view of God or a higher power change at all after having children? No, I'm not going to, I'm not gonna. Not that I can think of uh, at that point. Uh, my youngest one now is uh, thirty-four, uh, and no, I wouldn't say so. Uh, it didn't change anyway. Um, you know, it was it. It's great uh, to be able to um, be able to be involved in the in a um, growing and developing children and all that throughout the years as they're growing up. But as far as um, religious wise or beliefs in God, no, it, it didn't. It really didn't change me in any, in, in any way, I wouldn't think. Um, you know, it's something that, you know, people getting together, husband and wife, man. There's a little bit of feedback. Hold on one second. All right. All right. Sorry about that. With some of the some of the things of recording outside, we love it. But there's a plane going over, and I was I couldn't see it, but I, could, and I was wondering what is that sound? Is it going to last for a long time or not? And these things are going through my head as Al's talking. So I'm doing both that and listening at the same time. I'm like, okay. And I don't edit, so I had to pause that thing and we had to sort that out for a second. So now you said you did not change anything in terms of religion. No. What about spirituality? How did, did that change at all? The way you viewed spirituality or yourself or your family or anything like that? Was there anything? No, that... no I wouldn't say so. Um, and like, you know, um, uh, my wife, Gail, um, she was brought up in a Catholic religion. Um, her mom, you know, was a um, practice, went to church, all the stuff. She was involved in the church. 
Uh, my mom was involved in the church, as I mentioned before. Uh, but uh, my children, uh, two of my children have been uh, baptized. I was baptized. Um, and, um, you know, they are both uh, Catholic. Went to Catholic school, all that stuff. Um, but we never, it wasn't something that we practiced in the home. Right on. Yeah. So, yeah. life after death. You're, you're mm -hmm. that's where we're going at. So you you're saying we do come back. I just want to refresh my memory because that little pause joggled my memory there, man. You do believe in reincarnation. I believe that if we come back, if there's if there is reincarnation, that I would hope that we come back in good or we are come a different purpose. Yeah, such as the the tree analogy. Um, when a tree falls, it, when a tree dies, it falls. It then becomes a new home. It then becomes, it starts feeding the soil. Um, with humans, when we die, um, some of us go different ways as far as you know, whether we're cremated, uh, whether we're buried in the ground. Um, I mentioned to you, I don't know whether you looked it out, about this, the acid wash. I did, green. yeah. Yeah, and then I also found another green way of of um people uh being buried and basically that was without a coffin they're just wrapped and then put into the ground and you become repurposed at at that pro at at that period as well because you're you're feeding the soil you're feeding the ground who knows uh you know what you're what's going to happen uh while you're down in there it's what do you think about what do you think about the because i understand the material body that's what we're talking about mm. right now, the material body. What do you think about the yeah. concept of, of soul? Good question. Um, then that I, that would be something I've looked at as a soul is something that leaves your would be leaving your body, and people would talk about that your soul going to heaven. Really, I, I guess along that line. Okay. Uh, but I haven't, uh, it hasn't really been something that I, that I thought about or, you know, really dealt, dealt with. Now, what about spirit? Not spirituality, but spirit, like one that belongs to you, one that belongs to every single person, like their own spirit. Like we are a spirit in a body with a soul. Um, spirit wise. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know we we use we, 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 we use yeah. You know, it's it's as far as spirit, I would look at it as something that somebody was looking over us. You know, like some people would say that you know, um, my mother is watching over me from heaven and making sure that I'm doing right or help me with that decision or made sure that I got through this terrible storm. And, but, uh, yeah, it, I, I just haven't been a big spiritual person um, throughout my life. And a lot of it has been based on, you know, what you see, um, seeing and hearing is, is believing. And um, when I, when I, see people you know they'll say um thank god for this 
And I, and I sometimes I think to myself, give yourself some credit. Because if you're thinking that it was because of God that you're able to do this, but you're the one who did it physically, had to deal with, all, with it mentally, all that stuff. So give yourself some credit. And, you know, you know, some that would maybe people give themselves some more credit. Maybe some people wouldn't be, you know, um, dealing with uh, issues such as, you know, depression or anything along that line. So the way I'm understanding what you said is somebody views themselves as maybe not all the way hopeless or helpless but close to it mm. and the only thing the only entity or the only thing that they have to hope or depend on for anything bright or good in their life mm. would be maybe a, a pop-up blessing or something like that from god i understand that i understand is that what is that is that kind of an idea of of what you like uh, when you think of somebody who when you think of somebody who would be in that position when you say give them give yourself some credit and with somebody who's giving God the credit and are you saying that that person's from a person like a a, a really low place and and no out of, I would say desper- I would say yeah, out of I desperation say- because I I understand out of yeah. desperation when you said that's why I was like wow. And here's why I'm saying this, because is when you when I asked you about that, when you were sick, when when physical mm-hmm. pain, when when health things hit, it's in it's internal. It's material and it's internal. Mm-hmm. And when you said no, I really didn't cry or uh, cry out or pray out to a God, I was like, wow, that is really interesting. That 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 really that was very interesting, Al. <laughs> I remember I remember talking about this with you in the first episode too, but we're doing it in more detail now. And and then I had an understanding of why you were saying the plant has spirituality. Because in that in your material body that had that disease, that plant brought relief and brought you back to a quality of life that you are are thriving in. And I, I I guess what I'm saying is I it, it's it's interesting to hear you talk about it. It's like okay, the material is the material is is uh, yeah. is the way you view it, and and I understand that. I, I, I was trying to get to it when you know what I'm saying. It's trying to get to that, and uh, I get a better understanding of it. You did it really well, yeah. and uh, I understand why you say the plant has a spirituality to it now. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, because it, it it you know it has helped so many people, and as and as far as the um, you know give yourself credit, it's people of all you know whether the person is you know a person who's maybe dealing with depression or whether somebody is isn't dealing with it you know they're just uh, maybe they're just sick like I was and if I if I accomplished that walk around the block without sitting down. I didn't say thank God I did that. I said way to go out. You got around. You got around the block. Yeah, I, I dig it. And okay, and that's sort of what I'm getting when I'm getting at at, at that end of thing. And 
Okay. I get what you're saying there too, because I know sometimes, and this is where I'm going with, and we'll tie in the, uh, the give yourself credit part to the spirituality of the plant. It's choice, free will. Mm. Some people choose something to participate in and some people don't. Yeah. And some people choose to believe in something and some people don't. And yeah. the, uh, like the, there's um, lots of people who don't believe that cannabis is medicinal, that cannabis will help people. Right. Which is crazy. Obviously, I, I <laughs> you know my experience. And then when you when you see the difference it's made to the children who are dealing with seizures and all that type of stuff, how can you not believe that the plant is helping somebody? And that is a material manifestation of that benefit from mm. that plant from marijuana and this is right. where this is this is the undeniable part that that um when i think about religious people i'll put it like that people mm. who are religious people who view marijuana as devil's lettuce you know what i mean it's like people view it as that it's kind of like even if you look mm. at it in just the material if, if you look at it in the scriptural it's an inaccurate assessment if you look at it in the material it's an inaccurate assessment. If you look at it through propaganda and and targeted demonization of people, it doesn't line up. No. No, it doesn't. But that's what everybody's bitten off on because that's what that's what the government has uh has mandated for your country and for mine. More recently, you obviously yours is opening up with all kinds of stuff for before mine. <laughs> but uh but you, you know had, what I'm saying? and you had Harry. You had yep. Mr. Anslinger, unfortunately. And and the thing is, is the government is made up of people. Yep. It's not a building. That's... Just like a church, it's not a building. Mm. It's made up of people. It's not an inanimate object. Mm. It's other no. people. It's other people. It's other men and women like you and me. Yeah. So um, those, 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 those decisions to, to prohibit marijuana, obviously intentional, right? Correct. And then... And then I look at it and kind of go, wow, demonizing people at the same time. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't see the prohibition of marijuana. I see, I, I understand, certainly understand a lot of people say Christians are the one who did it. And I understand that completely. But when you look at, when you look at things and you kind of go, okay, people did it using Christ's name and they got everybody on board. In the denominations, it's, well, most not everybody. You get what I'm saying. They get, they got, they got. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then things flip around, and now, a hundred years later, it's being undone. Yes, thankfully, it's being undone. That's for sure. Now, as far as the devil, the devil's lettuce, and the things, as you know. That would mean that people would have to admit that God put something on earth that was bad for us. But is there not a line? And I'm not sure of the exact line, but there's a line, something to do with, with take all these seeds and sow them everywhere. Something to do with these are um, to do to deal with life. Um, <clears throat> in Genesis, in the creation account. I'm not sure if this is what you're thinking of, but uh, when when you said that, this is what came to my mind. And and it came with seed. He's saying, let the plants bear seed 
and fruit and you know fruit and vegetation with seed in mm-hmm. it so that we can continue it, it, it's self-producing right it's like yeah it's not a, it's not a once i plant this thing best wishes to you guys maybe it will grow maybe it won't you know what i mean and that, yeah. that's what's that's what's insane about it so it's just kind of like go ahead i don't want to interrupt you go ahead man but uh, yeah, i don't know so it was so it's obvious it was something that was the plant is here for a reason and it's here to help us survive help us heal uh you know produces food on top of all that you know for so that we can eat it as well so you know for them to to for anybody to attack it didn't make sense to me now and i don't know there's there was something else to um that i guess would be to ask you and that's to do um to do to do with something to do with uh an an oil that was used on um jesus's feet when he was on the cross something to do something along that line um to, i don't know to, i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> i don't i don't see anything i have not seen anything like that in the scripture but you know you know um you know you know what i was talking you know you know a guy named jack Congle. Yeah, yeah, I know Jack. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, we record. He recorded an episode together, and we were talking. You know, we talk about this stuff. So I was, I was asking him same questions I asked you about. You know, what does he believe? And then I asked him about Jesus because you know he, he's just like you. He's willing to answer these questions and be open with him. And I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Man. Thank you very much. And, uh, and he had his thought was this. He, he said, you know, I think that and this is this is what because what you said reminded me of what his answer was too and his answer was something similar it was all his whole body was covered in 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 cannabis oil and after three days of of recovering with that oil he walked out of it and i was like that's interesting and and now that is interesting and and i you know i don't see anything and that's just what he says like that's just my thought and i was like that's cool but what you said about the feet and putting the oil on Jesus' feet at the cross reminded me of that, right? That's what it was. Mm. And, um, and what would that have to do with that? Like, what 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 would be the importance? Well, of what that? would it have to do? I would look at like, it as a, would be significance. That, you know what I mean? Like significance what, is yeah. that it was being used for healing purposes for Jesus, but then, but yet, the people who followed after him demonized it. Okay, I see what you're saying. No, it's it's now now for healing purposes. Now, this is one thing that is different about Christ than every other belief system. Mm-hmm. When it comes to people who believe in people who believe in a heaven and a hell or, or, or like a life after this life. And uh and and that was that he wasn't supposed to live after that crucifixion. There are some, mm-hmm. there are like uh, Islam believes that people took him down off the cross, put a, put a substitute of him on the cross. And the reason why this stuff matters is that when you look at the prophecy throughout the old Testament and you look at the fulfillment of it in Christ, if he lives, then humanity has not been reconciled and the way i say reconciled i'll try to give you i i, I know when i say reconciled there's like the the i think a lot of people think 
uh, of whatever they think of when they think of Christianity, heaven, hell, reconciled, Jesus, whatever they think of. But I'm going to provide a little bit of context for that. When it comes to Genesis and that part that you were talking about with the seeds, and then um, I, I recognize that part in Genesis for sure. And then he says to Adam and Eve, before the fall, he says, be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. And then it says, and God saw that it was good. And he saw that it was very good. In other words, he's watching them reproduce on earth before the mm. fall. He's watching them reproduce on earth before the fall. And he's saying, it's very good. I gave them that whole earth. And then he says to them, everything is yours, including the tree of life. That was there too. And he says to them, except for you can eat of it freely as much as you want. There's no death. There's no disease. There's no pain. None of that stuff exists. He says, you can eat freely of all this stuff that you want, except for that one tree, the knowledge of good and evil, because that tree represents you no longer wanting me. You, it represents you saying, I want my own thing, but I can't do it without your power source. So he made an option. That's the free will option. We have free will. We can choose. We can choose. We have choice. And that's a format change. That's basically Adam and Eve. So the way I see it is, is the earth is populated. There, there's population on the earth before the fall. Before Adam and Eve say, we want, this is great, God. This is amazing. We want to do our own thing now. But we want you to power it. And in that in Genesis, when when Jesus says, or when Jesus says, when you, as soon as you eat of that tree, you will surely die. In the Hebrew, it's dying, you will surely die. In other words, you will spiritually die. And then once you're spiritually dead, your material body will die afterwards. And then throughout Genesis, it's laid out where they're living up to like people living up to between like seven, nine hundred years before they pass away. And then things change and uh i won't go down that path because then i can i you know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> no one's living that long these days <laughs> exactly exactly but it does come down to it does come down to a point during during uh in in i think it's in genesis too uh jesus says huh because he see it's during the times of noah right when he sees that it's it's a it's a very it's a very fantastic time that's where they use the word nephilim they use the word nephilim for basically what is in the book of Enoch, the watchers, the watchers came down. They did what they were not supposed to do. They started reproducing with humans and they were punished for it. And it's in, it's, it's throughout the, it's throughout revelation. But um, at that point in time, it's recorded that God says, all they think about is evil. All they think about is evil. It's all they focus on. And he's like, I'm sorry I made him. But then there was one person, there was Noah. So, um, I'm going down all that path because there's so much forgiveness in the Old Testament, and it points to reconciliation in the New Testament. And then for denominations, especially of Christianity, to say it's actually reversed. You have to you have to clean yourself up before you come in to the building. We're going back to that building thing, right? Because this, right this, this, this is the way a lot of people think of it. This is the way a lot of people think of it. You got to clean yourself up before you come into that building. 
then when you're presentable, then we'll judge you and see if see where you're at. We'll get you. A, we'll give you a fitness report for your spirit. Yeah. A fitness report you for your test. Spirit. Right, you right. Pass a test before you can enter. And this is what's really. This is why it's really. You know, I'm glad we did this second episode because you don't think of it like that, man. You think of it in terms of material, and that's where it's like. Yeah. I really believe you because I think some people use the argument of the material just to make an argument. And then, oh, there's some, yeah, no. and then there's some people that actually live it. And that is what you're actually doing. You're actually living I'm like, wow, you know what? And then you're like, yeah, I think that plant has spirituality to it because it healed me. Heals me. I'm, you know, me and many others are living proof that uh, it's made a difference in our lives. Amen. You know? Amen. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no doubt about that. Um, so what do you think, Al? Aside from purpose and reincarnation, what do you think the rules are for that? The rules? Yeah. Well, who made up the rules? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. What do you believe about it? Yeah, I, <laughs> this, I don't know. Right, this, is, this is part of the spirituality question. <laughs> this is part of it. Where, where, you know, as you think of it and you think of the reincarnation, and you're and you're you're melding the material, you're melding the material with the metaphysical or the spiritual, however you want to couch it. Where what are the guidelines? What are the rules? What are the riverbanks? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know you're going where you want to go? Yeah. For your next well, time around. Yeah, well, I like I gotta say, like when you I think I mentioned it the, um in the other interview. You know, passing away, I sort of look at it the same idea as when you're going for surgery. And all of a sudden, everything's gone. It's just blank. You don't remember nothing. It's just you know, you know. Tell that story again, Al, because that's a that's an interesting. I remember that. Yeah. Story. Well, I was you know, I'm you know, I'm not a big surgery person, but I had to go in for surgery to remove the cancer that I had on me. I did try to deal with with cannabis and I, you know, basically gave it a line, you know, whatever comes first, the, the cancer is visible, visually drinking or I have to get it removed. And so when I went in to have it removed, um, they knock you out, put you unconscious so that they can, um, remove it. And, what happens that happened then was just as if everything stops. You know, you, you go nine, eight, as they ask you to count down, nine, eight. And the next thing you know, you're waking up in recovery. So that chunk is gone. So I, I sort of look at it as, you know, is that the same thing that happens with death? It just ends. It's just, uh, you know, there's no thought process after you die. No, nothing. It just ends. And it's not as if you can decide, oh, I'm going the wrong way. For some reason, I'm going down to the guy down below. <laughs> My direction. I wanna, and I want to <laughs> I want to go up to, to heaven where, where, you know, maybe my friends and parents are or whatever. You know, that, that there, you don't have that. You're not deciding that. I don't see that happening, but 
you know, maybe I'll find out different once I pass away. That was a good. No, that was, I remember, I remember you're saying that space of time is gone. Yeah. Gone. It's just completely gone. It's just, there's no, there's no memory. There's no, it's just looking like looking at a, a black wall and seeing nothing or a white wall and there's nothing there or a green wall. Now I think that it's just that's we're just conscious. I think blank. that's I think that's the only thing we're conscious of is that blank, that blankness. Yeah, it's just. But blank. I think because 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 I think I mean we're we are complex creations and we're complex beings and these minds oh, yes. these minds are these minds are amazing. So and and yeah. I do believe I do believe we have spirit. We do believe we have a spirit and I do believe we have a soul. So when you said that, I was like, you're right, you know, because I've had surgeries too. I don't like having surgeries, but when I have, I'm thankful that that the last one I had was successful and you didn't have to actually go in for another one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, when you said that, I was like, you're right. And there was a thing about it. And I was like, but the soul and the spirit, they don't sleep. And that's why I was like thinking something's going on there. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is, but because I believe in the soul and the spirit, I don't believe that my soul and spirit are sedated at the same time that my material body is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But this, does your soul and your spirit feel feel anything ah well, this is, <laughs> i don't know what do you think <laughs> well you know if you're if it's so you know you're undergoing heart surgeries or whatever that there's obviously you know i've 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 had uh, a family member and a friend have to deal with lung surgery and go in and you know um one of them lost part of their lung and the other one lost their lung completely their left lung gone so they only have one lung left and you know if during those type of surgeries if spirits and souls feel anything obviously there's going to be a lot of pain issues to to for them to deal with but uh yeah uh not not good both of them were tobacco smokers and and to obviously one the one to tell you the truth one had quit smoking for seven years before they got cancer of their lung, that's had odd. to have the, the tobacco thing is a funky thing. So it's, it's a funky concept, and it's been in you know, it's like this is what a lot of people in the marijuana industry are afraid of too. It being abused turned into something that it should never be. The medicinal yeah. aspects of it turned into something that are now uh, destructive or just as as you know, a guy he's not Canadian. He's Tim Barnhart. Tim Hardhart. Tim, yeah, oh yeah, I know Tim very well. He's just an hour for me. I, I'll be seeing him hopefully next week or two. <laughs> and and Kathy L. O'Coin. They've both Kathy. Um, Kathy they've both been, yep. They've both been gracious guests, and I'm very very thankful for their time. But I'm bringing them up because they both use the term "dead medicine." That's why I'm bringing them up because as I think of that, as I think about people who are saying, uh, not saying, but who are, who are leery of corporations turning marijuana into dead medicine cigarettes you get what i'm saying yeah that's the kind yeah. of concept that i'm getting at and that's where that's yeah that's, that's the idea and yeah it, it's um for it to be overtaken but i think what i'm from what we're seeing here in canada um a lot of the larger some of the larger companies have had some major issues like even canopy uh, which was with but, uh, which was uh, tweeted at one time. 
you know, they've had to close their, their main place uh, down the road in Smith Falls. Uh, other places have, you know, closed or shut down. But it seems to be the micro growers, the small craft people, the smaller growers um, that seem to be taking over, I would say. I think that's cool. I think that's good. So that's yeah. what you're, those are your, those are your observations in Canada right now. That's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing more and more often is that because uh, we report on the news on the network and uh, yeah, we report on some of the places that have shut down or they've sold their greenhouses, so on and so forth. And um, or bought each other out. Um, I know south of me here in Belleville, there was, um, Hexo or Hico, however you pronounce it, you know, they had a beverage plant. It, it got shut down and companies been bought. But you got all these little guys uh, that seem to be, you know, we got hundreds of them now. That's hundreds cool. The small growers are people from the legacy market that have transitioned into the legal market and know what they're doing. I and like, Unlike some people, right? <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get my passport renewed. I gotta get my passport yeah, you renewed. Get up here. And I gotta come visit you and Sherry Bennett and Tim Barnhart and Kathy O'Coin and Rob Frid and a bunch of other people yes. because I do want to try some of that tie and Mohawk marijuana. I do want to try some oh, of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure uh, Tim probably mentioned to you, but uh, 90 or 95 percent of all the products that they produce at at legacy 420 is um created on site i so remember it, yeah they have some they have some very stuff. they have some they they put together their own standards and they're quite high and and they have they yeah. have government they have government whether it's provincial or federal i can't remember if it was provincial or federal uh entities from the provincial or federal government coming to them for for their yes. for their for their information on their standards because their standards are so good, and, yeah. And that's you know, why we've had universities, universities, colleges come, yeah, come do the whole bit. Like they've done very well. They've got you know it's over ten thousand square foot building with lab and everything, all that processing facilities. You know, it's not. You know, some people might think that some of the spots on the reserves, um, you know, might think that all of them really are that sort of that wagon or that shack on the on the corner that you would think of where the cigarettes were being sold out of uh, for so many years but there's places now when it comes to the cannabis industry that are are like um legacy 420 and others that uh have you know uh places that do all that type of testing and do the whole do the bit do the whole thing it's cool it's in their standards and i you know i'm sure that some of them have done have looked at the cannabis act and said i like i like i like oh garbage throw that out throw that out and just do the things that they like to make them pretty compliant to the act but take some things that are silly or unnecessary out of it which you know for example the milligramage you know here in canada 10 milligrams is max we could have when it comes to cannabis uh, you know in the beverages or the food products well, now the Competition Bureau of, of Ontario here has told the federal government or suggested to them to eliminate that and up it. You know, it's not only so it's coming from them, it's coming from the retailers, it's coming from the LPs, it's coming from the people. And, um, you know, so places like 
uh, legacy and others have said, well, obviously the people want that, so we're going to produce it. So we're not going to go by that regulation. But when it comes to safety or when it comes to security, we like that. So we're going to do that. They got a cool thing going. They got a cool thing going at Legacy 420. <clears throat> I like it. It's cool. I like talking with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you, and then many of you all know each other too. And that's what's cool about it also. Yeah. Like well, if you, all those names that you mentioned, you could throw Jack's name in there. They're all with probably within an hour and a half of me. <laughs> that's you know, it's, uh, it, that's all, interesting. Yeah. yeah it's, there's a lot of people here in Ontario that get out there and, and do things and speak up and that's cool. That's cool. All right, Al. Is uh last time we ended, you you uh you gave a great ending, man. It was a great ending. You just told people, you know, you have a story. And this is after you said, you know what, I, I don't like being lied to. I don't like being lied to by my government. And mm -hmm. I had I had to stand up. I had to say something. And then uh you closed this out on episode one and you said, you know, um, you know, every you 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 have a story, everybody has a story. And uh, you were encouraging people to tell their story. And I thought that was cool. So I'm going to give you the same opportunity to close this out now, man. You got anything? All right. Let's see. Um, I'm not going to go with the storytelling and the things this time. I'm going to go with, with the point of doing research. Uh, there's so many people who are asking for questions and are asking for information out there. So I would always suggest to people um, to do their actual research and take information that is um, information that's been actually studied uh, by universities, colleges, educational places, um, not something like there's there's things that are unfortunately can be biased towards like so much so much research went into finding the negative animal but there's so many so many positives that are out there and by research to um to learn will only increase the knowledge that that you have unfortunately i know that there's just as much uh, negative research out there as there is uh positive research and um it's just finding it find those and the researchers that that study these things you know like unfortunately dr melamine who passed away he's got you know there's so much information that he has and uh, dr william courtney you know he had so much as there's on the pace website pace-online.ca i have a button there for researchers and you can go in there and there's about a dozen researchers that are listed and on their um pictures is a google search link so you can click on that and it goes to where all the research and the and the information is uh dr abrams is another guy on the H hiv end of things um go to those people and look them up and see what they have to say you know they're right now they're going on again about all this schizophrenia and psychosis but yet parts of cannabis is a benefit for all that i've had people and, on the show i've had people on the show who said uh it's helped with their bipolar they've been diagnosed yeah. with bipolar and it's actually helping them with that and they don't have to use the the harsh medications <laughs> yeah. 
and uh and yeah. uh, there's there's more there's more and more that's coming out and it's constantly coming out so um yeah do some do some research don't just leave everything that you read on facebook and social media uh, do some actual research and um, get educated on it because reefer madness the movie as i see that it, it's floating around uh linkedin is a good movie to see how what not to research <laughs> amen amen yeah all right thank you very much this is the conversation cannabis and christianity podcast my name is miguel torres and i'm your host and our special guest is the founder of people advocating cannabis education pace p-a-c-e network platform and radio show out of ontario canada al graham thank you sir thank you very much